This is Sports Talk with Jack Wilson on News Talk 770, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Always a pleasure to be joined by the head coach of the Calgary Stampeders. It's even better after a big win in the Western Final, 42-15. Over the BC Lions, the Ottawa Red Blacks take care of the Edmonton Eskimos, 35-23. So there will be a new champion in the Canadian Football League this year. It'll either be your Calgary Stampeders or it will be the Ottawa Red Blacks. Uh, Mr. Dave Dickinson, I'm not going to ask you about Russ versus rest ever again. <laughs> well... <laughs> I think definitely our guys were ready to play. It was uh, one of our better games, and it can happen. There certainly can be rust, but uh, credit to our guys for uh, being ready to play. Yeah, no doubt about it. And you, you couldn't have written that. If you were writing a movie script, that's the way you would draw it up, right? You know, a big return by Roy Finch. Obviously, four plays, 57 yards later, you're in the end zone. You get the two-point convert. Uh, that's exactly how you drew it up in the uh, in the planning room, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, Roy... <laughs> I thought I I just watched that play. Uh, you know, he, he set the tone. He ran over a guy, and uh, uh, you know, I needed that good field position. My my biggest concern was to get behind early and for our guys to press, because uh, you know there was great fan support and there was a lot of energy in the building. And when you fall behind, sometimes uh, you start trying a little bit too hard. So by having that great start and then. Uh, you know, getting up to that early lead, I thought that really helped. Yeah, well, without, without a doubt. And again, you couldn't have uh, written it up any better the, the way it uh, happened for your football club. Uh, Dave, let, let me ask you this, though, because uh, uh, so many people have been asking me about Bo Levi Mitchell, and I had this question asked to me earlier today when I was working out of Vitality Fitness. When did you first know that he was going to be this special guy? And I, I said, for me, it was the Grey Cup game back in the 100th Grey Cup game in Toronto. When he came in in that game and, and something happened, something clicked for me, and I said, this guy is going to be a star when did you first realize that Bo Levi Mitchell was going to be a star in this league well I I don't know about this league but I I, I'm a big sky guy and I I remember his name and watching him and and hearing about him and then when we were down in Florida uh, I I just thought there was something with his attitude and how he carried himself I thought there was something there now did I think he was going to be as good as he's he's playing probably not but I thought he had a chance you know I really did I thought he had uh, got all the talent if you remember back even when he was a rookie he like throw a pick in the preseason, and then and didn't get uh, flushed at all, and then led us on the game-winning drive. I mean, he's he's been that guy the whole time. He had patience because um, you know, he's probably antsy to play, and once he got his opportunity, he just hasn't looked back. So no, he's had a great year. I'm not sure if there's one moment, but uh, certainly I believe he's improving still too. So that's uh, that's a good thing for us. Well, you know, and that's so true because you look back when he was the Great Cup MVP a couple of years ago, he was obviously excellent in that game, but he's got two more years under his belt. He's more mature than he was two years ago. He played. He did play a heck of a game in that Great Cup, and uh, you know, we felt like uh, at that stage most teams were keen on Cornish and Hamilton made a concerted effort to take him out of the game. And, uh, and Bo had had a good year, but uh, I think that game kind of propelled him to be in uh, the number one weapon on our team. And uh, ultimately, uh, yeah, I think he's a better player. Now there's no guarantees or anything in numbers. that will have a better game, but I do think he's a better player. This may be an unfair question, but uh, can you compare the 2014 team to this team? Well, they're all different. Uh, that was a very focused team as well, um, explosive on both sides. Um, you know, I I, I think uh, a lot was expected of the 2014 team. I don't know. I don't really know if that much was expected of our team with all the the changes we had. I thought that uh, a lot of people were having us middle of the pack, and I think people were excited that the stamps were going to be uh, down. 
Uh, and that's, that wasn't the case. Our guys have risen to the occasion. And uh, in my opinion, uh, if we can win this game, I think we're right there with the best teams in, in Stampeder history. I don't think there's any doubt about that. You, you grew a playoff beard in 2014. I asked you about it on Saturday. You got that playoff beard going again. Hey, it worked in 2014. Hopefully it works. Does your wife like your playoff beard, though? Oh, I like I said, I think all of us just want to be like Bo. You know, we just want to be like Bo. So we're doing our best, and uh, that's basically my line on that. Are, are you getting grooming tips from Bo? Does he help you out? Oh, I don't think there's any grooming on Bo's beard. No, I think isn't. that baby's been rocking and rolling for a while. But uh, I definitely, uh, maybe uh, Pete Costanza could give me some coloring tips. I think he <laughs> colors his beard. So I have a little gray in mind, too. So maybe I can use that. Yeah, that's the problem. I, you know, I'm, I'm a redhead myself. And I just, there's no way. I can't grow the facial hair. And I wish I could support Movember. But no, it would just come out totally gray. So I get it. But uh, uh, so, so, you know, we've got lots. We're going to open up the phone lines here. And I'm sure fans want to talk to you. But what? Uh, what is your plan now for the for the rest of the week? Because you fly right into Toronto tomorrow. Yeah, all the coaches are here working still. Uh, we're trying to come up with a good plan and uh, come up with some ideas. And uh, uh, so we're working away. And uh, players came in and tried to handle uh, just a lot of the paperwork and trying to get their families there and, and making sure that, the, I guess, some of that work is done so that when we get going. But we fly out of here tomorrow at 1. We'll have a little install meeting in the morning. And then we'll get on the plane, we show up and and basically get settled in and then we, we we're, we'll be back to our meetings uh Wednesday morning and practicing uh that day. This is not your typical week in any in any situation because you know the media demands are huge you know the uh, just the the pomp and the circumstance around Grey Cup week uh, so so what is your message to the guys because I know earlier today you said you are going to probably instill a little bit of a curfew later on in the week. I would do that. Uh, the message is, um, you know, uh, enjoy yourselves, and but understand the the real prize and the real reason we're there is to uh, to put together your best game, and and uh, there's a lot of people counting on you, so show up and uh, and give me your best, and uh, and be ready to play, and I really don't have any worries as far as that's concerned. I do I do think it's going to be one heck of a challenge, and uh, our guys have to understand that uh, on the one-off playoff games. It doesn't even matter who you're playing. It's going to be a tough go, and uh, hopefully we have a, a similar performance that we had this weekend. I'm going to prep you for the big news conference when all the media are in Toronto because you know what question is coming, right? Uh, I have an idea what you may <laughs> ask, but I don't know if we want to answer that one. <laughs> do, do you want to answer it? Or, or what? You know, hey, I, I was the old hockey coach that once said, uh, you know, it's not having sex before the big game that hurts the athletes. It's staying up all night chasing it that hurts the athletes. Uh, w- where do you stand on that whole thing? I gotta have another couple of days to think about that, Jock. Sorry, pretty busy over here. You're too busy to think about that. I was trying to warm you up for the uh, for the news conference. Uh, Dave Dickinson is our special guest here on uh, Sports Talk with Jock. Uh, Dave, let's you know, hey, uh, your offensive line, boy. If you if you didn't have any luck at all, you'd it'd be all bad luck on the offensive line. Uh, what is the situation with uh, with Cam Thorne and, and Brad Erdos? Well, they're. They're, they're certainly questionable at best, so uh, yeah, we're gonna have to, to play it out. But I, I, I was really, uh, it was tough to see both those guys go down. Brad had been playing with an injury for the last little while, and just was just giving me everything he got. I believe Cam as well as uh, was banged up even coming into the game, and for both of them to get rolled up and uh, run plays, unfortunate and. Uh, so you know their their knees are a little bit swollen right now, and they, and whether or not we can get them ready to go, that's going to be uh, a big challenge. So we we're making uh, 
I guess we're certainly making plans to, to see if we can handle it without them, and we're will be a, a nice uh, ad if if they can get in there. And they said, you know, like both of them, they're. They're disappointed, but they're working hard, and they'll try to get back. You never know. Of course, they're both national players, uh, you know, with the Canadian birth certificates. Uh, you know, you don't have a lot of other national players either on the practice roster. Uh, the injured list, Pierre Lavertu, you told us a few weeks ago he's not going to be able to play. So it certainly looks if they can't go, you're going to have to be uh, changing the ratio a little bit, I would think. Probably. I mean, uh, I don't see we're, we're still, uh, you know, always hold out hope on certain things. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we've talked over our scenarios, but we've got a couple of American guys. You're right that that can play. Uh, that can affect everybody's position. So, so we're we're still in the process. We'll practice with everybody and mm-hmm. and make that decision day three. How, how many players are you allowed to take to Toronto? Can, can it be all hands on deck? Yeah, everyone that can practice is going. That's okay, a, I think a tribute to our organization as well. I mean, we we also don't know who's going to play. So. Um, if you're if they're not there and ready to go, and something happens during practice as well, it's just uh, not a good situation. And so, yeah, we'll be uh, all hands on deck. Deck. If you can practice, you're there. Okay. Do want to talk a little bit about the Ottawa Red Blacks? Do want to reset to what happened in the game yesterday? Uh, Dave Dickinson is our special guest. It's a half hour with the coach for Tom's House of Pizza. Hey, if you want to weigh in, phone lines are now open four zero three nine seven four talk four zero three nine seven four eight two five five. You can follow us on Twitter at Sports on Seven Seventy. My email address is Jock at Newstalk Seven Seventy dot com. He's the head coach of your Calgary Stampeders. The Stamps are on their way to Toronto for the one hundred and fourth Grey Cup Championship game. They will take on the Ottawa Red Blacks. On Sunday, this is your home of the Calgary Stampeders. We are News Talk 770. And this is your last chance to talk to the coach before the Calgary Stampeders head to Toronto tomorrow for the 104th Grey Cup Championship game. The Stamps, the Red Blacks on Sunday. We'll have the game for you here on News Talk 770. TSN Sports Radio has the official rights. They will have the broadcast for you. We will have a post-game show, a local post-game show with Dave Rowe uh, after the game. Mark Stephen is going to be in Toronto. I'll be in Toronto a little bit uh, later on. Again, if you want to talk to the coach, 403 403- 974 talk that's 403-974-8255 follow us on twitter at sports on 770 the email address jock at newstalk 770.com dave the first text tonight comes from lisa and lisa says i just want to send a huge congrats uh, congrats excuse me and thank you to the coach to all of the stampeder players and all of the other coaches for not just a great year but a very exciting game yesterday great to be in the stands for that one says lisa love being a fan and a season ticket holder for the stampeders best of luck in Toronto. That's from Lisa. And yeah, that was a great crowd yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, I got to give credit to, you know, our, our basically our, our ticket sales. And uh, I, I've been told we, we sent out mass emails just uh, telling people from anyone that worked in our organization from the Flames, Hitman, all, all the way down to see if we get that baby uh, filled up. And in, and in my opinion, it was the best crowd of the year. Um, the guys knew that, that the people were fired up to have them out there. Great day, too. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just a beautiful uh, afternoon, and, uh, you know, I, I do think that really helped us. So appreciate the support on the, on the fans as well, and uh, it, it works. So keep it, keep it happening. Hey, no doubt about that. And, and, yeah, you saw what happened in the Eastern Final. You'd much rather play in a game like you did yesterday than uh, what Edmonton and Ottawa had to play in yesterday. That was nasty, wasn't it? Yeah, that was, uh, you know, it's still football, and it's still the best team wins. Uh, but it does when you have field conditions like that. It, it certainly uh, 
uh, probably kind of evens everybody out. And it seems like a lot more mistakes when uh, things like that happen, you know, a lot of fumbles and turnovers and penalties. And I do feel like, uh, you know, um, Ottawa deserved it. But uh, that field was in those conditions made it very tough on both teams to, to be real sharp. Uh, Gloria Beardsworth sends in an email, and she says, Calgary Stampeders had a better record, and they won the season series versus Ottawa. Why does Ottawa get to be the home team? Why do they get to wear the black uniforms in the Grey Cup game? Is that just because the game is being played in the East? I, I don't know the official rules. Is that is that all it is, Dave? That's all it is. <laughs> um, you know, and but, you know, they'll get the home locker room right. and that sort of stuff. Uh, that's just kind of what it is. Um, you know, if they... Uh, I don't really know what color we're even gonna wear, but I, I, I think they get a choice of colors. So yeah. there is a chance if they wanted to go uh with their whites we would we would go with our black. So there is if this makes a difference, there is still a chance. I think it probably has to be decided on today, so I haven't got that memo, but obviously there could be a chance. The, the email I got from the league earlier today was the Red Blacks will be the home team. They will wear their home uniforms, black jerseys, black pants, and use the Toronto Argonauts uh, locker room at BMO Field. Calgary will be the visitors wearing the road uniforms, white jerseys, red pants. So that was go. from that was from the league. So, uh, but again, it's it, it's it's no, it's really a minor. They're, they're way ahead of the game. <laughs> it really is a minor point. Obviously, you'd like to be in the nicer uh, locker room, but hey, games won on the field. Doesn't matter if your home team visiting team. It really doesn't make that much of a difference. I think we've had the, the majority of the Great Cups uh, are out west the last little while. BC seems to have many, many, many Great Cups. So, and Sask added, obviously, and then Winnipeg. So the West has had uh, more than their fair share of home teams lately. Maybe the league should change it, though. I, I know we'll say this for another another day, but uh, maybe it should be a, the, with the team with the better record or the team that won the season series. Anyway, uh, let's get to the phone lines because we've got a lot of people that want to talk to you tonight, Coach. Let's start off with Roger tonight. Roger, uh, sorry, this is Cliff. Cliff, you're on the air with Dave Dickinson. All right, thanks, guys. Uh, Coach, uh, just one more congratulations on a fantastic season. One more to go, and uh, let's wrap this puppy up. Uh, you, you were mentioning... Uh, Obviously, today was a breakdown of uh, film and, and st- such. With uh, was there much you could pick up from uh, Ottawa? Be with the conditions that they had. Is it they probably had a very limited playbook, and uh, uh, it was probably more conducive to conditions. And yeah, you're right. And, no, I think be, I do believe they probably got more watching our game than we can get out of that game. Um, yeah, with the snow and everything on that, everyone had to be very conservative and. Uh, and they ran the ball a lot more, and I think coverage-wise, they weren't going to be able to do a lot of their different stuff because uh, they weren't able to like basically have keep good footing. So they had a lot of <clears throat> a lot of zones, and then they played man uh, uh, first down to stop the run. I mean, who knows what they're going to do for us? We're we're going to try to prepare for everything, and they'll have their flavor of the week. But I do think, yeah, they probably had a little bit better uh, film to watch and. Far as we we uh, ran our full offense, our full defense, and um, but we've got enough. We've watched them for the last little while, and there's always stuff to learn. But we've got enough film to watch. Cliff, uh, appreciate the call. Thanks for calling us tonight on Sports Talk with Jock. Let's go to Roger now. Roger, you're on the air with Dave Dickinson. Hi, Dave. Uh, I, I just wanted to say um, what makes your team so uh, so great is the fact that all of you from top to bottom make yourselves available to your fans. And I, I just wanted to uh, let you know I'm one of those guys that brings up our clients, Edmonton. Um, for the rematch, and I'm the, whenever I yell out a player's name or your name, you always give us a wave. Yesterday, I brought clients to the game again, and we were in the red and white club. I ran into your brother Craig in the line, the food lineup. I apologize uh, for that. No, no, no. You know what? It's funny because he did. He 
he taught and he told me he did his duty of taking your kids to their ball games in your absence because you had a big game and just and then John Cornish comes by and says hi to us and I think that's why to me I'm I'm the biggest Stamps fan and everybody talks NFL but the fact that you guys are so humble you make yourselves available to the fans and you take time out to talk to us um, even though you're not even a coach like your your uh, your brother did yesterday it was it's truly one of the reasons why you you make uh, you make us want to be right. Stamps fans so I just want to say thank you for that. Yeah, I agree with you, by the way. I, I've been in a lot of different leagues, too, and I've even been in U.S. college and all that. And, and I believe our players uh, in the CFL in general um, respect the fans and the community as much or more than any other league I've been a part of. And the reason is because we know we, we're, we're hand-in-hand hand with everybody. Is, is uh, We need you guys or else our league's uh, not around, and if we don't have you, we don't get to play and coach the game we love. So. Uh, I appreciate that support as well. I'm glad my brother didn't screw it up. <laughs> Roger, appreciate the call. Thanks for joining us tonight. Let's go to Bill. Bill, you're on the air with Coach Dave Dickinson. Yeah, hi, David. Uh, Dave, I'm wondering. I have a very specific question for you, and I'm wondering. You had success uh, throughout your career at using that hard snap count at the line to draw the defensive defense offside, and. You know, as you're mentoring Bo, I wonder if that's something. I mean, he has lots of parts of his game that are developing really nicely, but I wonder, do you ever spend any time with him and share specifically that skill? Because it, it's really a, something that not a lot of quarterbacks use that much mm-hmm. or that effectively. And I'm wondering if you spent time with him on that hard count and trying to draw the. Because mm-hmm. that could be a key thing at a key moment in a big game like the Great right, Cup. Right, right. Well, we're going to play against guy, a guy that's one of the best. Henry's, I mean, he's like, he got the Santa Claus. His shoulders are moving. He is, you know, got that deep voice, and uh, he's one of the best. So we just played against another one uh, with Jonathan Jennings. Jennings actually moves his knees. It looks like he's got these knock knees. And a lot of our defenders move, go on movement with the rules that they made that you can basically do whatever you want except move your feet. There is an advantage there. Um, you know, Bo, Bo has a fairly strong voice, and uh, he's also, he plays quite upright, uh, meaning that he doesn't get into a crouch, and I don't think he probably, his body movements bring people off size like the other guys do, but certainly talk a lot about it, and yeah, we try. I thought our guys were locked in, though. We did change the count up quite a bit, and whether we got them offside or not, I think we did slow down their pass rush. Hey, Bill, that's an excellent question. Thanks for joining us tonight. Let's go to Thomas. Thomas, you're on the air with head coach Dave Dickinson. Hey, first of all, I want to congratulate Dave and the whole coaching staff, the whole organization. And second of all, Dave, are you looking forward to playing Rick Campbell and your former teammate Henry Burris? And can you make Henry instead of Hank? Frank for that day. <laughs> uh, listen, I know it's pretty uh, pretty cool for Henry still to be at it. it and, is. Uh, playing well, by the way. He's playing well. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he is when he's on. I think he's as uh, he can make all the throws. He's very dangerous. Um, you know, at times, like we all have, um, you know, he's not seeing it as well. Hopefully that'll be uh, this weekend, but you never know. I think what you do is look at yourselves and just try to do your best on that and prepare yourselves. I do have a lot of, um, I think Rick Campbell is an excellent coach and a good person as well. That He does things the right way. I have a lot of respect for him. So I think, like you said, I, I, I think it will be a great matchup and it will be up to our guys to uh, 
to shut down Henry or at least slow him down if we want a chance to win this one. There's a lot of Stampeder connections in that Ottawa organization, Dave. So, yeah, we had a fan saying yesterday it's Stampeder's East against Stampeder's West. And uh, this is going to be an excellent football game. I really believe that. No doubt. And, uh, you know, I've been in parts of many games, and when a team goes to a great cup and loses and they get back the next year, um, I think they're – focus will be as great as any team can be that's what we got to understand is that uh, these guys will be ready and and completely focused and we got to get after them uh, right from the start like we've been doing and understand that it's going to be a grind they've got tons of weapons um and, you know their receiving core is excellent and you know they just came to plug running backs in there uh, and have been able to run the ball so offensively we just got to make sure we do what we do and uh and and take care of our own football ourselves and play fast and physical Dave, we'll chat one last time next Monday night, and hopefully we're talking about a Grey Cup championship. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Really appreciate it. All right. Thank you. You betcha. Dave Dickinson, the head coach of the Calgary Stampeders. Half hour with the head coach for Tom's House of Pizza. we got to take a break. The Calgary Flames trailing the Buffalo Sabres 3-1. to one. That is heading to the third period. More Stampeder talk when we come back. We're going to hear from your quarterback, Bo Levi Mitchell. Don't worry about that knee brace he was wearing yesterday. He's 100%. He's ready to go. And he will be on that team charter tomorrow. This is the home of the Calgary Stampeders. This is News Talk 770. Sports Talk with Jock. Weekdays from 630 to 8 p.m. on News Talk 770 Calgary. CHQR.